This is Sound and Vision from KEXP. New York-based songwriter Julie Byrne recently released a new record called The Greater Wings. KXP's Dusty Henry recently caught up with Byrne to discuss the process of writing the album and navigating the grief of losing her creative partner, Eric Littman. It's been about six years since Julie Byrne last put out an album. Her 2017 record, Not Even Happiness, received immediate critical acclaim. After a couple of years touring behind the album, little was heard from Byrne. But those six years away represent a major sea change in her life. I feel that I I lived a few different lives in that time, and it's um, it's kind of difficult to actually tell a cohesive story of what those years were, and perhaps the album does its best to to do that. Beside you, I drank from the pitcher of life. Earlier this summer, Byrne released a new album called The Greater Wings. The album represents some of her best work yet, finding her stretching herself musically in new directions with synthesizers and piano, alongside her much-beloved fingerstyle guitar playing. But it also embodies a period of immense grief in her personal life. Byrne reconvened with her creative partner, Eric Littman, who produced Not Even Happiness. Partway through recording, Littman passed away. Navigating grief, Burns saw the record through with producer Alex Summers. Most of the album was written before Littman's death, but The Greater Wings stands as a testament to the depth of chosen family and relationships that hold us up in our hardest moments. I spoke with Byrne to learn more about the writing process of the record and the stories behind some of the songs. So much of the album I, I heard was written while in transit, uh, while on tour for your last album, Not Even Happiness, or between driving to different locations, you were recording in like LA, Chicago, and New York. What about traveling inspires you as a writer and how important is your environment to your creative process? I think that it's just offered perspective and the opportunity to build relationships in different places and it it continues to open up life for me i feel i feel really grateful for that aspect of what it is to be a working musician and especially returning to touring now is that i think touring and arriving in a different place and having been doing it for the past 10 years i think you know i feel sometimes like a a snake shedding its skin. I feel the ability to, I think, be less defined by what I've just come from. And in that sense, I, especially recently, it's just sort of allowed me um, a clearer view. And, and this is kind of off question, but um, you know, one of 
doing research and things, I kept seeing things come up that you were listed in some places as a Seattle artist and we're, we're in Seattle and KXP. I was curious about your connection to Seattle. Yeah, well, I lived, I lived in Seattle for a time. I moved there when I was 22. I turned 23 there. Um, I had planned with my friend my first kind of DIY five-week tour. Um, it was my first time ever traveling through Southern California and then eventually the Pacific Northwest. And I played at a, a show house in the Fremont neighborhood I was running at the time. And I eventually ended up, a room ended up opening up in that place and I ended up moving in for a time. And so I lived in Seattle in uh, late 2013 into 2014. 14, and I worked at Dick's Hamburgers, <laughs> yes. and, um, the Fremont Vintage Mall. <laughs> That's a little bit about my time in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very iconic Seattle places. So that's, that's yeah, amazing. do you ever go to Dick's? Oh, yeah, of course, definitely. It's, <laughs> it's right next to our station, so <laughs> more than okay. I care to, should admit. <laughs> <laughs> this it's close to home for you then, yes. It definitely yes, does. I, <laughs> I love that. Voices widen through the room. Distant galaxy move. I'm not here for nothing. So yeah, so back to this this new album. The album's called The Greater Wings, and you you open with the title track, and it's such a beautiful song. And I love how you write about such close, intimate relationships with like the context of the wide cosmos, which is sort of a motif that seems to come up again. Um, throughout the album, um, I guess just specifically, like, what was the inspiration behind this song, and how does it contextualize the album for you? The title of the record is named after a bone in the center of the skull called the sphenoid bone, and its shape is often likened to a butterfly or an otherworldly, like prehistoric moth. It has two crater wings and two lesser wings that branch out from the center body. And then in the center is um, a saddle-shaped edge of the bone that holds the pituitary gland, which is right behind the center between our two eyes. And I guess the way that that song evolved to become the title track much of that song I had I had written before my best friend's death, and and adding in the lyrics of the greater wings was one of the final lyrics to take shape in that song. I'm glad that you sense this feeling of almost like episodic memory and movement and continuum and progression in in that song specifically because I I wanted to convey everything that 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 relationship has been and continues to be for me and all of the places that we uh, stood beside each other in. Um, 
and I wanted that to kind of branch out to to where I am now as a bereaved person living in community, um, a community that has endured the loss of someone who is so close to all of us, and I guess sort of tying it back to this image of the sphenoid bone and the greater wings and the point of that bone resting in the center of the skull, I guess the words to carry you up on the greater wings is my way of saying that my friend will always be with me. I carry that love with me always. It's part of me. That's sort of the the point of contact that I was trying to make. described this album as as being a, a love letter to your chosen family and you you make a def- direct reference to that on the song summer glass where you're describing the sort of scene of you getting a tattoo from a friend and you saying you're the family that i chose you're the family that I chose. could you speak to the idea of chosen family and the role they've played in your life i think that's some of some of the deepest love and romance that I've known in my life has, I've experienced it through friendships and close relationships. And I think experiencing grief and loss has only clarified my values. And it's also, you know, my my relationships with my chosen family are really what, what has seen me through grief and I think in devoting this this record to those relationships I just I wanted to offer my best to the to the people that have seen me you know at my worst and still loved me I feel like I'm learning so much about love from that and um, how I hope to show up for people. Song, um, conversation as a flow state. But conversation is a flow state where the energy opens up. And just that idea of conversation being a flow state, and again, you sort of connect it to you know, you mentioned Venus shining and this, this cosmic imagery. I guess I'm just kind of curious about that because I don't know. That's I've been hard at articulating, but this idea, like when you're in a conversation with a good friend or anybody, in this this, it feels like supernatural sometimes. The way that you can just bounce off of each other and be together, and like, how did I have those thoughts and the energy you're feeling from someone else? Uh, I guess just looking for your thoughts on that song and these ideas that you're you're bringing in that song. Ah, yeah, and in that song I what I wanted to honor are those yeah those those moments in relationship or or conversation where 
it feels natural to just be uninhibited and to be not only accepted as you are, but to be seen as miraculous and and intricate and you know those kinds of experiences with people where that that feeling of respect and and also some level of unexpected um, joy or or awe at like the the depth of those moments I I guess I was going through a period of my life where I had I, I mean it was it was in the it was during lockdown and in the first year of the pandemic I felt like I'd almost forgotten that feeling of being intricate and getting the moment right and yeah of course as as it goes you know I had a night that really reminded me what that felt like and even though that song conversation is a flow state it possesses rage and resistance it also I think is meant to be life-affirming and yeah that's where the chorus comes from that was Julie Byrne speaking with Dusty Henry about her new album called The Greater Wings. Here's more of her song, Conversation is a Flow State. And maybe that is all it was, but conversation is a flow state, where the energy opens Your fear is not mine to hold. 
That was Sound and Vision. Before you go, please do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast, rate it, and review it. Those little things go a really long way in helping spread the word that this podcast exists and is worthy of other people's attention and time. Also, KXP is a publicly funded station. The majority of our funding comes from listeners. You can financially help support this podcast with a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.